When I first heard about the anti-inflammatory diet, my first question was, what inflammation are we talking about here? After all, when most of us think of something being inflamed, we're thinking about a cut or an injury that's become infected or swollen. That can be good because it shows your body is fighting off an invader, protecting itself. But it turns out there's another kind of inflammation. It's long-term or chronic inflammation inside your body that you'll never notice. And it's tied to killers like obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. And when you eat a lot of processed foods, fatty and fried foods, and sugary drinks, you're in effect feeding that inflammation and putting yourself at serious risk for devastating health problems. Which brings us to the anti-inflammatory diet. I'm Roland Wilkerson with Novant Health Healthy Headlines. Dietitian Andrea Hyatt will help explain what an anti-inflammatory diet is and how it's a lot simpler to understand and follow than the name might suggest. It seems like anti-inflammatory diets are getting a lot more attention these days. Mm-hmm. Is, is it new or is it just getting a lot more attention as people are always in the hunt for the next great diet? Yeah, I think they're definitely looking for the next great fix. Um, so the Mediterranean diet is a diet that is an anti-inflammatory diet. It's been around for a while. Um, so a lot of these um, diets that are claiming to be um, anti-inflammatory are taking things from the Mediterranean diet. So, and what is the, uh, for listeners uh, briefly, what is the Mediterranean diet? The Mediterranean diet, um, it looks at um, incorporating lean meats into our diet. So um, really um, having more of our fish, our lean chicken, our lean turkey, and limiting the red meats. Um, looking at more of using olive oils instead of butters or lard, looking at things like having more fruits and vegetables in our diets, healthy nuts and like omega-3s, things like that. Um, so, and I have, a, um, I have a handout for you too, so that this way you have it. Um, so it's a really great way to help fight inflammation. Mediterranean diet was something that, um, that kind of came across from the Mediterranean. So um, they looked at um, Italy and Spain and Greek and kind of looking at um, their cultures and they noticed that people were living longer and having um, less, um, less conditions and disease states. And they said, well, you know, what are they doing so right? Um, but they were really eating a lot of different fish, um, eating things that are, have really nice, good oils for us, different nuts, different um, seeds and things like that. Um, limiting a lot of high fat dairy products um, and the cholesterol and things like that that can really um, raise inflammation in our diet. So is really an anti-inflammatory diet just a fancy name for uh, the Mediterranean diet, which you'd probably recommend anyways? Yep. There's really no one diet that that says, okay, well, this new diet is the anti-inflammatory diet. They really have pulled from that Mediterranean diet. There are things like if we were to follow a vegan diet or a vegetarian diet, they have components of that Mediterranean diet. So I wouldn't say that an anti-inflammatory diet is a fad diet per se. Um, I think that it's gotten some good press lately because maybe you know they're having good success with it. So you know there's a lot more people here that are having different conditions like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease, and a lot of these anti-inflammatory diets can help to either prevent um, or also um, promote the the um, you know 
having the worsening of the symptoms, which is really, really good. Same thing with heart disease. We're seeing a lot of um, great results with the anti-inflammatory diet or the Mediterranean diet with helping with heart disease and um, hypertension, um, diabetes, all of that is um, things that a lot of people have in the United States. So if they are switching towards it, then hey, they're listening to their doctors and they're following that Mediterranean diet. If they wanna call it the anti-inflammatory diet, then sure, <laughs> it will be exactly, almost almost exactly the same as a Mediterranean diet. Wow. And so uh, you touched on something interesting when you talk about diets that start restricting a lot of things. Um, why is that not necessarily the way to go for a, a, a person of uh, reasonably good health? Yeah, so what I always recommend to all of my patients is that everything's okay in moderation. Um, you know, if you wanted that brownie, you can go ahead and have that brownie. Maybe we're only having it every once in a while and we're having a small amount of it. When we start to restrict ourselves, that's when we can get into more of those type of binge habits. Um, so we stay away from it, stay away from it, and then all of a sudden we just can't take it anymore. And instead of eating that small amount that was going to make us feel better, we're eating that whole um, batch of brownies. So I always say everything is okay in moderation. Also, when we start to restrict different spots in our diet, so say if we, and we talked about the keto diet um, one of the um, previous times, with the keto diet, they restrict a lot of different areas, those carbohydrate foods. When we do that, we're missing out on key elements into our diet. So that can lead to different um, vitamin and mineral deficiencies over time. So um, the key is not to be restrictive, but to be mindful about your foods and your food choices. You talk about this all day long with patients. Why is a diet that restricts so many foods and can actually be tougher to live with than a diet of moderation, why does that hold so much appeal for so many people? Because a lot of times it's more of a quick fix. So when you um, restrict something, most of the time you're going to lose weight. Um, and then it actually feels like a diet. So, okay, well, I gotta go on a diet. I'm restricting this, 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 and this. So it's something that's more short-lived. Um, so you're losing that weight. And once you lose that weight, usually we tend to go back to what we were doing before. When we start to think about things as a lifestyle change, that's what we really, really wanna focus on. So everything in moderation is how we kind of talk about, you know, um, because we don't want it to be something that is a quick fix. We don't want you to lose that 20 pounds in two months and then you're back to where you started and you might gain that weight back or gain back even more than what you started with. Having the tools to learn how to eat the right way um, and the better way for you is what's gonna help you in the long term. What's a simple step if, if somebody wanted to just start taking a baby step toward um, a, a better lifestyle or a, a better uh, diet, what's the first thing they could just start doing? That tomorrow? is a great question. I can think of a million. Um, for, for my basics that I would say is that I do see a lot of people that are drinking a lot of sodas and sweet teas and sweetened beverages. If you were able to cut those out and switch to water or crystal light or things like that, that can drastically reduce the amount of calories that you're taking in and can help to lead to weight loss. So that's usually my first thing that I kind of look at. 
The other thing is looking at portion sizes too. Um, so a lot of times we tend to overeat, especially our nice yummy carbohydrate foods. So if we kind of look at maybe using a smaller plate instead of a big plate, that can help control our portion sizes. Um, and focusing more on those lean meats, grilled, broiled, baked, and then our vegetables, and then a small amount of starches. So those are usually the first two kind of talking points. I have tons more, um, but those are usually the, the two that I kind of work with. Um, and then making sure that you're eating throughout the day. I have a lot of patients that say, well, I'm not eating that much. I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. Um, and a lot of times what I find is that our metabolism will shut down if we're not getting enough calories in. So people will actually hold on to their weight. So eating three meals a day is actually what we recommend, having some snacks in between um, that are structured snacks. Um, so a protein. What's a, stru what's a structured yeah. snack? <laughs> so a structured snack could be something that is a protein and a carbohydrate. So say a small apple with a cheese stick. Um, maybe it's a um, peanut butter and a half of a banana. Those sorts of things, a Greek yogurt. So it has protein, but it also has a little bit of those healthy carbohydrates that can keep us more full and satisfied throughout the day. When we start to eat that way, it helps us to not overeat at those other meals as well. And so our portion sizes start to um, go down as well. So you shouldn't be starving when you sit down for dinner. Correct, yeah, we don't want to do that because then we are just going to be eating so fast um, and that will not be good because a lot of times, number one, that messes with our digestion and then our brain and our stomach, they talk with each other. But I always say they're on dial-up internet. So when we eat too fast, um, a lot of times our brain doesn't realize that we're actually eating. Um, so we will tend to either overeat or later on at night, we might go into that pantry for that another snack. Um, so I always tell my patients, try to eat as slow as possible. Novant Health Healthy Headlines, we talk to providers from doctors to dietitians all day long. And I'm always struck by how consistent their message is. It's almost always okay to have that pizza night. Enjoy that birthday cake or the holiday party. Just remember that moderation is the key. Crash diets and fad diets may work for a month or two, but they're not going to keep you where you want to be. Following a healthy diet, along with exercise, is the best bet for reaching your goal. To that end, you'll find dozens of great stories on staying healthy, cooking healthy, and working out at our Healthy Headlines site. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate us, review us, and subscribe to this and all the Novant Health podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen. Thanks again.